What's up, y'all? It's Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on Social Suplex Podcast Network. You're listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. Start making those um, the sticks that you get at ice creams edible. Oh, right, aye. Or even leave a wee bit, idea. leave a wee bit so it doesn't melt, but the rest you can eat like a cracker. Yep, like the bottom half of it, just a bit you hold the mm-hmm. stick, put everything inside. And the bottom half, they could make it. See, remember you used to get iron brew bottles with twenty pence on it. <laughs> you just kept the wee. Ice cream stick as a token. I don't. I, I don't know if I ever told you that. I, I once charged somebody in the shop twenty pence for first, like one of my first days in the shop. I charged them twenty pence for it because it says twenty pence on it. My sister was like, "What the fuck did you do that for?" I was supposed to know. The guy never said it. And the guy just said, "All right, cool, bye, mate." Waited till you were on on the till again to ask. <laughs> I said, <laughs> "Where's that young stupid boy?" Well, right, you ready? Aye, no structure. Just see what happens. No structure, like a an episode of Raw. Right. Hello and thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricket and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I'm joined by Clive. Good evening to you, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, Ricky. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, I'm enjoying that we've got some competition on Wednesday nights now. Before we get into that, uh, you're actually not recording a Skype call, just so you know. Uh, I will do that just now, just in case. Thanks for telling me. So there might be a wee blip momentarily. Momentarily, The blip was from me there, but it seems to be working all well. Uh, yeah, but, oh, um, there's a the blip. More competition on a Wednesday night. Aye. You want to break the news? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> is it as of this week or is it next week? Um, I don't know. I can't remember what this is. Um, I think, I don't know if we've got a day actually. Um, keeping it strong style, we're obviously going to start, normally record on Mondays, uh, being released on a Tuesday. Uh, due to Josh's um, schedule, uh, wrestling schedule. If anyone of any listeners don't know that Josh is taking up um, professional wrestling and is learning the graps, so I think his classes are now are clashing with the KISS schedule, so they're going to now start releasing on a Wednesday. So that means that we're going to see a young boy in New Japan, USA in the next few years? Fingers crossed. He literally will become a young boy. <laughs> the thing is, like, the guys are more than welcome to join us on a Wednesday, and you know NXT, AEW is a thing of the past. We needed, we needed the competition because we saw off those two. 
But this is quite a formidable challenge for Rick and Clive. But we welcome it. Well, if we're looking at analytics and ratings, then we are fucked. I mean, let's, let's you know, it, new, it's a new day for them, you know. Um, changing the schedule, you know, who knows? Maybe people are not available on a Wednesday. Let's hope they are because, you know, that affects the entire network. But, hey, we welcome the challenge. You know, there might be things like presidential debates or uh, NBA Final Sevens, stuff like that, that people just can't find the time to sit and watch it or listen to it. Or maybe they would want to listen to Ricky and Clive instead. <laughs> and then they just forget to record, to download Kiss. And then in a few weeks' time, Ricky and Clive will probably end up changing days because they've been absolutely uh, whitewashed in the ratings. <laughs> and then... Or in the next couple of weeks, Kiss will send out a tweet saying, congratulations to Ricky and Clive. Please remember, this is a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Oh, well. <clears throat> no, I, I, don't, I, I can't remember if Jeremy did give us a date. I think he just says, just due to Josh's um, schedule at the moment. Well, I'm going to... Uh, and, and Jeremy being a jet that he is ran it past us to see if we had any issues with it at all. He didn't have to run anything past us. Not at all, he's a boss, he calls the shots. Yep, yep. he could tell us. If he, tell, if, he, if he tells us to change days, then we will change days. Well, we'll, we'll, fall, we'll fall in line like the good soldiers we are. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, folks, if you've not already realised, there's no structure to this show whatsoever. Sometimes, some rarely there is, but tonight I think we're just going to wing it and see where the hell we end up. No, see about that. The this has been an eventful news week in the wrestling world. Not only do we have the two-time WWE champ Drew McIntyre, Zelina Vega <sighs> was, uh, I think she was fired. There was doubts about her actually quitting, but I think she was fired. There's been unionisation talk. Uh, Cody Rhodes has said some crazy wild shit on the AEW official podcast so there's obviously a lot that the, the Ricky and Clive listeners want to know so my question to you Ricky the burning question do you think you could take New Jack in a fight? <laughs> What's my motivation to fight him? Um, I don't know what if he just said something you don't like I mean the thing is Carl's a big fan of him so you know I don't know if I could do that um, but yeah I could probably take my fight for he's fucking 57 I'm like 33, 34 years younger than him 30, sorry 23 24 years younger than him I could take him you just pulled that age out of thin air didn't you what, he's 57? Mm-hmm. I think he's late 50s anyway. Aye. He's a good 20, oh, maybe 25 years younger. He'll, I'm 25 years younger. He will be late. He'll be, after you've finished from, with him, he'll be the late New Jack. And your wrestling gimmick could be New New Jack. <laughs> no, I'm perfect 10. <laughs> you could probably pull it off better. I don't want to... Uh, Facebook back and start uploading some photos but funny because one of my one of my friends from work says that he misses those photos 
You should do an OnlyFans. <laughs> Did you hear Selena Vega maybe doing an OnlyFans? Maybe. I don't know, is she? Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't pay for it anyway, for fuck's sake. Uh, as far as I'm aware, it's cosplay. Alright, uh, okay. I wouldn't pay for normal fans anyway. But it's still uh, sort of provocative. Right. Uh, huh. Alluring images. No interest in that whatsoever. I mean, there's other stuff you can get online for free. Exactly. <laughs> or you can just look at yourself in the mirror. You look like Zelina Vega, do you? Yeah, I mean, I'm a good-looking guy. Nothing wrong with that. If you were to cosplay a wrestler for Halloween, who would you be? Um, Muhammad Hassan, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking the other day, remember that entrance video you did? Oh, yes. That we can't say anything else about? Oh, I wish we still had that. Good. Anyway, the, the good buddy JR might still have it floating about somewhere. Oh, we should try and reach out to him actually. Um, anyway, a uh, couple of things you that you you mentioned. Drew, mm-hmm. we're in a title yet again. Yep. I mean, you. Know, I love a TV title change. I think the last time we saw a world title, uh, Universal WWE title change on TV was what Barack and Kofi world title yep or even Universal whatever like so it was Brock and Kofi but even that wasn't even like that was almost like a glorified almost mini pay-per-view type thing just purely because of the hype it went around it because it was mm-hmm. debuting on uh, uh, Fox and stuff like that uh, so I do like uh, title changes on TV like world title changes uh, and I know a lot of people say, well, you shouldn't be giving away certain matches for free and all that, but sometimes I think it makes sense just to be like, be like, well, look, you didn't tune in this week, this can happen any time. You know, you can always go with that narrative if you wanted to, if you were like the WWE or AW, whoever it might be. Um, it just didn't make sense to me, though. Like, I thought Drew's entrance was awesome. Apart from the Rangers uh, Tartan. Yep, I love the fact that he, in the middle of the match, goes, "Oh yes, I can boogie," and I, you know, people outside of Scotland probably don't get that reference. Um, but it was a big week for Scotland last week, uh, qualifying for the European Championships in football. Uh, so, but for me, the issue was that with Drew winning it, just it kind of two things caught to me. Like, why did they lose it in the first place? And it almost felt like, well, we'll give it to Randy just to up his title reigns. Like, unless all of a sudden they've decided in the space of a few weeks, this probably wasn't the right decision. Like, oh, how could you come to that decision? Randy's not done anything bad or anything different that he's been doing these last sort of five, six, seven, eight months. So, I, I don't know, I, that, that part I didn't like just because I was like, well, why did you take it off? You only took it off like three weeks ago. Um, you know, so and don't get me wrong, like I'm even more excited for Roman versus Drew than Roman versus Randy. Yes. Um, 
I know they had that match at WrestleMania about 18 months ago, but the dynamics are so different now, and both guys are like on a whole different level than they were back then. Um, I'm hoping that we don't get a finish that I know we both hate, but we need to protect the loser or protect both guys. Um, I kind of expect Randy to somehow get involved, and I hope it's not a case of Roman staggering and Drew setting up the Claymore and Randy comes out and causes a distraction and Drew and Roman takes advantage. I really wouldn't like that. I would rather have done it a different way if it's something along the lines that both guys are on the ground and they're kind of getting to their feet. But Randy makes an appearance and then Roman takes advantage. That way, like, you know, it didn't look like Roman was on the verge of defeat. Um, possibly we could get Miz cashing in as well. Oh, I didn't um, think about that one at I'd, all. I'll give a shout out to Caleb because he's me and him were speaking about that earlier. He's the one that brought that up. Um, so, like, I enjoyed the match. Like, I have enjoyed the uh, Randy and Drew match. I enjoyed this program. I've enjoyed the feud a lot. I just, it just didn't make sense why you took it off Roman again. I know, like, uh, and uh, Paul Tolly said something on Twitter. I was like, well, it was just kind of, it, it was fresh. It, you know, it. It made people be like, look, well, you know, something different, etc. And I get that, like, I fully get that. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know, you really didn't need to take the title off him. Like, I'm all for, like, giving us shocks and surprises. But sometimes you really don't need to do that mm-hmm. because there's just no need for it. Because what's happening, what's, what's working is good. I just think title changes one or two weeks before Survivor Series have become par for the course on TV in the last few years especially with the brand brand warfare thing that's going on so I kind of although I didn't make it an official prediction I had a feeling that he would win the title back I've seen people think say that they were shocked and disappointed that Randy no, they, nobody saw him winning at Hell in a Cell Nobody saw Randy winning at Hell in a Cell, but I, I was convinced it was going to happen with that one. So I think that's a wrong-rated, personally. Um, in terms of the optics, the aesthetics involved, I think there's a better story with Randy out of the equation for the Survivor Series title versus title match. Well, not a title match, but you know what I mean, champ v champ. And uh, as you said earlier, Drew versus Roman speaks to me more than Randy versus Roman. One of the things that I was concerned about when Drew McIntyre lost the title a few weeks ago was that he was just going to be a once and done. And they just they would do a Kofi and just leave it alone. He wouldn't be around the title picture again. And that would be it. He's had his shot. But he's now a two-time champion. So that tells me that Vince does actually like him. Vince wants to keep him in the main event picture for the foreseeable. And... You know what it's like. Okay, you can have long, long title reigns, but people start mentioning your name in the, the greatest ever conversations when you've got multiple title reigns. So I'm hoping that Drew can rack up a few more over the next couple of years to get him into that conversation because I think he's done enough work over the last few months, nearly a calendar year now, to possibly be in that conversation at some point soon. But only if the title reigns like mean something. The first one yeah, certainly like, did. Yeah, well, definitely. And if this one only lasts like a week and it's like, oh, 
you know, it's like, why? Like, you know, I, I, I fully get, like, you want to keep things fresh and all that. But, like, for me, I had personally felt that when Roman and Drew both lost the title, it had to be, like, a big, big game-changing moment and really elevated someone and made someone. Um, like, don't get me wrong, like, there's nothing wrong with Randy. I've enjoyed Randy's work. Um, but for me, if Miz cashes in on Drew, for instance, that would mean a little bit more. That would mean more than Randy initially winning it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same goes with Roman. It's, it's, it's imperative and important that you get who defeats these two guys right. Um, especially Roman and his like, um, tribal chief and, and head of the table kind of thing he's got going on Like you need to nail that and make sure you've got the right person that's going to dethrone him uh-huh. and for me the same goes with Drew as well There are a lot of people floating about the title scenes at the moment which is interesting you've got Randy Drew, The Fiends sneaking about and it feels as if they're gearing up for a chamber match, but chamber isn't for a long time. Just when you've got all these moving pieces, maybe you'll get a fatal four-way for the TLC. Oh, that would be nice, actually. But there's just a lot of people sniffing about, and for Drew to be at the top of that pile pleases me. Edge is still floating about. He's got unfinished business with Randy before he comes back and gets injured again. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, this isn't, we're not knocking Drew, like, the fact that Drew's got a title, you know, it's, it's brilliant, it's, it's the booking aspect that, that kind of just, I'm like, I shake my head at, mm-hmm. um, and doesn't make sense to me, because, to me, you really didn't need to do that, um, <clears throat> think, but moving forward, you know, like, Randy will obviously get his rematch, I um, expect Drew to take care of business there, providing Miz doesn't cash in. And obviously that rematch will take place at the December pay-per-view. And then we could say, potentially see Drew in a fresh feud come the Royal Rumble time. Um, but this is a match I'm really, really looking forward to on Sunday. I think this is a potential to be a really, really, really good match. Looking forward to listening to the back and forth as well in the ring because both guys have, have really, have really that's a, a key part of who they are right now. Like the mm-hmm. fact that we get to hear them and, and the stuff they say to their opponents right now. Um, that element I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Um, I even liked the little exchange they had last week on Friday where they ended, SmackDown ended with Roman telling Drew, well, if you bring one of these to the table, then we can talk, kind of thing. Um, Aye. So I'm looking forward to that. There's a couple of matches on, on the Survivor Series card that I'm actually looking forward to. Um, Asuka and Sasha, I know they had a lot of matches during the summer, but I think I said it before, Like you don't really get tired of watching two good wrestlers. Like, I expect this to be another a pretty good match. And I can kind of, I could see Sasha going over in this one. Yeah, so can I. But I also kind of have a feeling Bailey might get involved. Um, and then the other match is a tag match the two tag teams Profits and New Day uh, you've also got 
Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Disappointed we've not saw Bobby's sisters. <laughs> I genuinely thought they would have done that. But that um, New Day and Street Profits match, I think that's going to be real good. They'll pull out all the stops for that. Yeah, I think that'll be a really, really, really good match. And uh, re- really, I think the biggest win out of this is Xavier Woods is wrestling again because there was a long, long time where it looked as if he was going to be out for good with that Achilles heel injury. Yep. And he's back. What's the latest with Kofi? Is he still off? Oh, is, is, it a, is, Kofi, is Kofi he's with because Big E's on yeah, Smackdown? Uh, Big E's on Smackdown. And, yeah, I'm trying to think who the, the Raw and Smackdown teams were again. The Raw team is what? AJ, Sheamus, Braun, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, was it? I believe so. And the Smackdown team is, is it Big E? Kale, um, I need to look at it again. I can't remember. Seth? No, um, I can't imagine it'll be Seth. There is a rumour speculating, uh, making the rounds, and it also kind of makes sense that Seth Rollins will be written off TV soon because of the impending yep. birth of yep. uh, the Youngian. So I think something's going to happen with this match with Buddy Murphy on Friday. Buddington Murphy is the fourth. So Smackdown, oh yeah, so it's Kevin Owens, Joe, so Corbin. It says Seth Rollins, it's Seth Rollins. Really? See? And, and TBD. Hey, well, I, that makes sense um, if he's going to be gone for I could see him being gone and maybe coming back for the Royal Rumble season. Aye, a wee cheeky number 30. Even if he comes in before it, who knows? Um, it'll be interesting. I think that gives... It'll come back a little fresh and, and you know, I think people will still be happy to see him come back. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I'm also, obviously, like, they're hyping up this whole Undertaker thing as well. I'm kind of... Wondering if we expect him to make an appearance at some point. As long as it's just some sort of special segment. I think it will be. I don't really know what if he's going to get involved in a match or who knows. Maybe he comes down and helps Team SmackDown get the win. Uh, who knows? Something along those lines. Would you? Would we're all kind of hoping that the Undertaker hangs up his boots and all that? Would you have an issue with Mark Calloway being an on-screen? character like if he was yeah. just some sort of not a yep. wrestler you would what what is he though a MAGA a MAGA man right we know that but is he a manager is he is he commentator like oh no commentator because you won't be able to shut him up um nah I, like Nah, I'm. I am i do not want to see him in that okay. role at all. I'm quite content seeing him riding off now, and, and that's it. Okay. Been, been... Speaking of Taker, did you have you watched the Taker Kane thing? I have not. Debut? No. It's quite good. It's quite good. Um, 
like I love finding out backstage stuff and how things come together and especially ever since take on the last sort of year like we're seeing more and more and that was the one person you just thought we're never ever going to get to hear from him and the fact that we do I think it's awesome um, even Kane was like I was supposed to come in and it was just supposed to be like a one match deal with him and Taker that basically Taker was going to go over and then that was it uh-huh. and that would have been very interesting but I think they were like because it was so awesome the debut made and how everyone loved it etc and how, how much of a shock factor it brought they continued they continued with it um, but no it's, 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 it's actually really good and both of them uh, says that they didn't agree with the decision for Brock to be the one that beats the streak really and, and Kane himself even says that he genuinely thought that um, the, the the mess to finish up like he was like he genuinely thought that the, the he was like I now expect the match to somehow get restarted um, and then they both did turn around and say that the one person that they felt that should have ended it was Roman <laughs> what a pair of shells I mean Taker quite clearly likes Roman why? Oh, it's because he's think, he loves the analyze. Yep, and I think we saw that though, and that based on a documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I say, and that would have been interesting to see how that went down. I think at the time, like that would have got Roman even more hate. But, he uh, was the one ending the streak. See, in the network, did you watch those ruthless aggression era documentaries? No, nah, I may watch the first couple of episodes, if I'm honest. Because they said it would be back in the autumn, and it is autumn, and I've, I've not heard anything about them coming out. No, I, I, to be honest, I've not looked, um, so I'm not entirely sure myself. The Evolution one is well worth a watch. I would seek it out. I think I might have watched that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't think I've watched many others. I think, I can't remember if there was four or five. There was one, there was a John Cena one, a Brock Lesnar yep. one. I think there was a Batista one. Well, that was probably part or of Evolution. more so Evolution. Aye. And, oh, I'm sure there was one more, maybe just the general premise of there being one. I'm not sure off the top of my head. But they, we've not had another one, and they've been banging out the network content in the last few months because of everyone's sitting in their rooms. So I would like some more Ruthless Aggression era documentaries, please, Vincent. Maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll get it. Can we talk about Zelina Vega? If you want. Mm, my lord. It's... Right, so we don't know this back, right? But if she's not fallen in line in the sense that if it had anything to do with the OnlyFans or Twitch or Cameo or whatever it may be, if she's just been vocal and trying to be awkward and kind of looking for it, like, I don't really blame her. Like, the fact that like they're telling people like you can't do these those things, like the gaming thing, and if you want to, like, in taking away extra revenue and extra income, it's like, this is just bullshit. Bullshit. Um, and, and this is where I sympathise with, with the current wrestlers. 
in this situation, I don't sympathise with you when it comes to booking and lack of opportunities. I don't sympathise whatsoever. Because um, you hear about all these stories when people start coming out, well, I deserve better and why wasn't I treated better? Why wasn't I elevated? Why wasn't I given this spot? Blah, blah, blah. Well, the reason why you weren't booked better, the reason why you weren't given certain spots is because you're Zach fucking Ryder and you're bang average. <laughs> oh, so, Zachy boy. So, like, you know, but this is, that's where I don't sympathise. And it's like, well, no one told you to sign the contract. No one told you to go there. Like, And if you're really stupid and idiotic to think, well, I'll go there and it'll be different. And hundreds of wrestlers have thought that beforehand and it's not changed. So I don't sympathise with people when it comes to that. And it's like, you know what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know you're going to go work for a guy that, quite frankly, can be a piece of shit. Or is, you know you're going to get certain things you're not going to like. You know you're not going to get the freedom that you might want. But you still went and signed because you wanted that money. Or you wanted the fact that you worked for the biggest wrestling company in the world. Well, you've done it. So look at yourself in the mirror and take some ownership and realise it was your decision to do this. No one forced you to do it. And the other thing, really, but going back to the whole Selena Vega and Twitch and Cameo, whatever else, like, that's just ridiculous. Like, that's where even, like, the most hardcore WWE fans have got to look and say, you can't really defend that kind of stuff whatsoever. And I think, I think the good thing with us is, yes, we openly say that the number one product we watch is WWE, but we also watch AEW. After I watch New Japan, watch a couple of other things if it if it piques our interest. But we call out the bullshit in in the shocking behaviour, like I mean, like your first piece of evidence. And the only thing you really need to know is like how much we used to stand and go crazy over Joe Coffey. The moment his allegations and everything came out like we buried the guy we buried Jordan Devlin you know we everybody loved Dream but we buried Dream like we stopped watching like our probably our favourite WWE programme in NXT UK because it was just far too much like nonsense and just pests and in that in that uh, brand and no one coming out and explaining what's happening. So, like, I kind of feel like I'm going off, off topic, but I just want to get this off my chest. And it's like, so we call out the BS that they do. What bothers me a lot is people are so blinded for their love for certain wrestlers or companies and people that they don't want to call out the BS that they do. Remind me later that there's another person that needs cancelled. Well, several people need fucking cancelled half of them are on our, 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 our Twitter feed I know Tolly we're looking at you I was looking at Mags <laughs> 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 no like but back to the Zelina Vega thing like fair play if it, like I've not like we won't really know but even she came out on her Twitch thing and was like look like I've got nothing but love for them like I love my time there uh, it's time to go but she was like I'm not going to sit here and bad mouth them She's not going to sit there and bad mouth until she ultimately goes on that Jericho podcast. Aye. After she, um, after she takes a big boot from Brandy Rhodes. Yep. And goes to the best booked women's division in all wrestling. 
I'm I'm very very on the fence with this one. Not even on the fence. Um, I've got a variety of opinions on it. First of all, if it, she she had put out an OnlyFans two or three weeks ago, and I remember when Cody Graves had on the Viking Experience on the podcast, and we're talking about all the name changes stuff that they had going on. And apparently, you'll know more about this than me, but if you put in War Machine into Google, it brings up information on somebody for the UFC who is a, a wife beater. Right, yep. Does that ring a bell? Mm-hmm. Right, so that was the first thing that came up on Google when you typed in War Machine, so that's why management said you'll need to change your name. Fair enough, I get it. So from that side of things, and I don't know if it was because there was just a spike in the news, but when I heard all this thing going on with Selena Vega... I typed Zelina Vega into Google and before I finished it, the first thing that came up was OnlyFans. And if you've got young kids Googling that, it's the first thing they're going to see is the OnlyFans. I'm not defending it. I'm not saying that's a good thing that they nipped that in the bud. It's just maybe one of their reasonings behind it. Yep, yep. But, I, I, I completely know that's why they say is about the whole thing with China. I understand mm-hmm. what they're saying, right? But to prove my point, Right, how that's absolute BS, utter BS. Right, I have just googled Jordan Devlin after his Wikipedia and Twitter. It is uh, an article from an EssentiallySports.com. Jordan Devlin breaks silence following sexual abuse allegations. If I go slightly further down after his WWE profile, NXT's Jordan Devlin under fire for abuse allegations. If I go slightly down a little bit after that, and I'm all on the one page, okay. um, Jordan Devlin breaks silence on allegations made by his ex-girlfriend. Right To prove that's not just a one-off, I have now put in Joe Coffey after his Twitter and Wikipedia. We scroll slightly. Scots WWE scar. Oh, of course he's Scottish. Well, he's not British, is he? Um suspended Ahmed claims he sent women unwanted porn and I don't know what it says because I'm not going to click into it but NXT UK's Joe Coffey suspended after sexual harassment and one more if you don't mind I will type in the name Velveteen Dream here we go Triple H discussed his allegations Velveteen Dream sent nude and I'm, like I said, I'm not going into it WWE Velveteen denies allegations he sent explicit photos WWE fans furious with Velveteen's return Velveteen Dream denies allegations of inappropriate and then um, whatever. This is all on page one. Okay. And, and one more, just one more, right? Perhaps the most damning one, right? I've just typed in own heart. And that's the first thing that comes up. The mystery and controversies behind the death of own heart. Own heart death, how fall it over it is, change wrestling. And the first thing on the YouTube is the dark side of the ring, Own Heart final days. The late Own Heart requested to leave WWE after the Montreal screw job, and then obviously died not too long after. Own Heart's widow said he'll never be inducted into WWE Hall of Fame. Bullshit. All be it. That, I haven't even went in to the likes of um, uh, Leggero or Jack Gallagher or Matt Riddle or countless other people so I don't buy that 
whatsoever that when you Google someone, that's what's going to pop up. Well, funny enough, I would rather my kids saw those than saw allegations in 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 people being proven right or being shown guilty that they've done all these other things. Um, or reading an article that says the most powerful man in all of wrestling continued a wrestling show after one of his wrestlers died in the mm-hmm. ring. I concede the point 100%. Fair enough. Uh, I, I find that cop-out big time. Okay. Like, like I said, I've not went into, like, read all the articles, but at the end of the day, like, nonsense. And, and see this BS that people put out. Oh, she tweets about unionisation, and then 10 minutes later, WWE release a tweet. You're like, I know that. Morons, just, morons, mm. morons. Like, uh, really? Uh, so you know, I, it's just stupid. I do concede that point, and I wasn't trying to justify it, I was just trying to explain maybe that's one of their reasons. Yeah, I completely but, get that, I maybe mean, they're thinking. With the, it seems like there's a, a sort of narrative out there that WWE will not let you do, not get third-party revenue. Right, Twitch, Cameo and OnlyFans, okay, I get it. You've got Many wrestlers with YouTube channels, New Days, computer games, uh, Shamu's, Celtic Warrior workouts, pretty sure Billy Kay's got one. Many of them will have some sort of YouTube channel. Natalia Neidhart and her sister have got one. And I've not got the figures there, but there's a website called Social Blade that tracks YouTube views and social media footprint and all that, and it gives you a rough estimate of how much they're making. So there's that. Uh, Seth Rollins owns at least a gym. He owns a coffee shop. A few of them do wrestling schools. Carmela owns a wine company, I believe. And you'll be damned. It'll be guaranteed that a few of them. Baron Corbin strikes me as a guy who enjoys a bit of real estate. (laughs) So it's not all third party that's... uh, Band. They do have revenues they can get and they're probably making quite a mint off it as well. See, like, it wouldn't even bother me, right, if they said on Twitch, Cameo and anything else like that, right, stop using your wrestling names, please. Mm-hmm. Like, that where I wouldn't really have an issue with it, right? So, I think... Um, so Undertaker, can you stop using the Undertaker name on Cameo, please? Fine, you'll just need to promote it as Mark Calloway. Seth, can you stop promoting yourself as Seth Rollins? Right, fine, he'll be Colby Lopez. You know, so that I wouldn't even issue with it because at the end of the day, like, they're well within their rights. And I think, I can't remember if it was, if it was a conversation with the guys or it was on Twitter that I spit out. Well, Chris Evans isn't going to... You think Marvel? Is it Marvel? Hopefully I got that right. You did. Do you think done. Marvel... Well, I mean, I've started watching a bit more. You think Marvel are going to say, yeah, you go right ahead, Chris Evans, you exploit the name of Captain America, even though you are Captain America, and you bring in money off our name, all for yourself. Like, you know, they would be like, no, by the way, can you know, don't do that. that. That name belongs to us. You promote yourself as Chris Evans. And don't get me wrong, like he's Chris Evans, like so he'll get plenty of like people watching anyway because we all know who he is. So you you just can't do that. Like mm-hmm. it's as simple as that. Like that's not your property that that is owned by WWE. So in that sense, I don't have an issue with it. 
what I have an issue with is then basically saying to people like, no, you just can't do this, and if you want to do this, you need to do it like through us. And they're like, well, what if I want to do it in my own name? No, you can't do that. And they're like, that's what it's nonsense. That's bad. It is bad, but there are other ways that you can do YouTube, live streams on YouTube. You can, right? But, like, but see, why should they, though? See, personally, this is just, like, personally, I've tried watching Up, Up, Down, Down, and I give up after a few minutes because you're half distracted by the computer game that they're playing, you're half distracted by the banter they're having. So see, I, that, I, I just like watching it on YouTube because they're a bit more condensed. It's, uh, that's what I mean even the YouTube ones mm-hmm. that I was watching Cesaro Adam Cole um, Tyler Breeze and Xavier playing Uno mm-hmm. right? and I, I love playing Uno with the kids so I, I get the Uno but I'm watching it and I can't follow it because they're shouting and bawling over one another and then when I'm watching <laughs> them shouting ball over one another you end up drawn to the game. game so with that that's all recorded in segmented and edited I've personally I've got no interest in watching wrestlers play The Last of Us like yeah I, like, I don't I don't understand I don't understand, I don't understand, I don't understand the market. fascination with it neither do I I couldn't sit and watch you play FIFA 21 I'd be like can I please get the controller so I I, exactly it. exactly like, I don't I, I know a lot of people like that and that's fine I'm not knocking it just me personally it's like well I'm kind of bored this isn't watching like real football mm. like let me play so I get it, but for me, I think bottom line, I think it's just them just trying to control what people can and can't do, and I think that's nonsense. Um, and like I say, is we're going to—I don't want to say we're going to release Selena Vega because of whatever. Well, we're going to take control of your other income, and we're going to make a stand on this kind of stuff. But we're going to welcome back Joe Coffey, Jordan Devlin, Velveteen that... Dream, Matt Riddle, all these guys with open arms. And and see the thing, right? Here's the thing. Out with Dream, Coffey, um, and, and a few others, right? A lot of the story just kind of boiled down to one person's word against the other. Like, the thing with Jordan Devlin, like, we saw graphic photos of the alleged victim, and I say alleged victim because that's, at the end of the day, that's what she is. But we don't know who caused those injuries. So it comes down to her word and his word. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and say she's lying, but I'm not going to sit here and say she's telling the truth because you don't know. What I would have wanted was basically some kind of acknowledgement. That's I say this before. That's all we want, acknowledgement. Like, we want... <laughs> You owe it to the fans and you owe it to the alleged victims. But like, no, look, we acknowledge this, what's happened here, and we'll release a statement. But you can't even give us a statement. Like, that's the bare minimum that's required. What we really want to know is, like, right, so what did you actually do to find out whether these allegations were true or not? And please detail those. And then, and be like, well, we went and done this X, Y, and Z. And our conclusion was that we believe he didn't do it. But we've not even done that. Like, but you've just welcomed them back with open arms. And I tell you right now, Jordan Devlin, it speaks volumes about him that he turned off his oh, people's yes. ability to add comments to some of his tweets when he was coming yep. back. Um, Brass Neck, we just done the Joe Coffee just appears again. Dream just appears again. 
this is a this is a problem. Like you're going after people who who are actually causing you no harm whatsoever because they're just out here just having fun playing games. I know. Meanwhile, you've got people out here who are actively and purposely ruining other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, I'll put allegedly because, like I say, there's a few of them, but you're just like it kind of comes out of one person's word against the other. And how do you convict someone like that unless you get an mm-hmm. actual day until someone owns up to it? Um, but meanwhile, other ones like Dream and Joe Coffee, like you've got the physical evidence right there. I still think Matt Riddles is a bit of a different case because he's acknowledged it and it might be in your face and um, the brass neck of the man, but he's come out and said there's restraining orders and all that stuff. It's slightly different, but Mm -hmm. the issue with that, and it actually brings me on to the person that was going to cancel, this whole thing with Candy Cartwright, who he's alleged to have abused... Uh, mm-hmm. Drake Wurtz, the the referee who loves the sunbeds in NXT. Yep. He is basically one of the heads of talent relations in NXT now. And he was saying to her, we can't have you on as an extra because it could be a conflict of interest because Matt Riddle's still here, right? So he, got in, he was under fire for that. But my God, do you know what Drake Wurtz is up to these days? Go on, tell me. This this fella, right? There's a very very long. Oh, there it's there. Hold on. Oh, just broke my phone. It's a it's a facevheel.substack.com, and it's WWE appears to have a Drake Wells problem. So you've got the email gaffes, and I'm just going to bullet point all this. There is a some social media website called Parlor. Right, which mm-hmm. is similar to Twitter, except it's just a bit quieter. And people that are a bit more conspiring will go into places like this. So he is, I had to Google this, he is a, a QAnon supporter. Are you aware of what QAnon is? Nope. Uh, I've not got all the details, but they believe that the QAnon, there are satanic Democrats who rape and kill children for their blood. Wow. So that's one thing. He's in something called uh, Underground Operation Underground Railroad. I don't know what that's all about. It's something to do with it. There's tunnels, secret tunnels between Mexico and the border. But he's also sharing misinformation from people called Any Perry about the California law that ended discrimination in statutory rape cases. Uh, he is. He, he parlor it has re- it has different things for retweets and likes. I can't remember what they're called, but he seems to be supporters of the Proud Boys who have reported ties to white supremacists. He so he's a piece of shit. Oh, I'm not. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Jesus. His wife's account does the same things. Um, Donald Trump memes all over his parlor account. P a r l e r. Um, he shares a post from the Proud Boys official parlour account celebrating the Million MAGA March. Uh, he was... He helped... He was, sorry, I'm trying to read through a very long article here, but this whole Pizzagate thing, if you remember that, a few years ago, where it was another thing about kids being abducted in a pizza parlour in Washington for their blood and all that stuff. 
Where's the other one? The, the, you'll, you'll just instantly. Right, Dr. Simone Gold is a hydro, hydroxychloroquine truther who recently self-published a book about fighting medical cancel culture and two hospitals had to issue press releases disavowing her. Tommy Robinson, do you know this name? Ugh. He is liking and retweeting Tommy Robinson's tweets, and well, not tweets, um, parlours, whatever they're called. Tommy Robinson is an anti-Islam activist who was previously a member of the very controversial British National Party. He created EDL, did he not? Yep, uh, a member of the uh, English fascist political party before founding his English Defence League, and they are pretty radical. Uh, retweeting and echoing, that's what a retweet is in parlour, he echoes Tommy Robinson's posts, uh, Donald Trump rallies, abuse within the party has gone unnoticed and deserves immediate attention, parliamentary chair of the... So he's saying Muslims are always victims of something, even from a party who actively seek the Muslim bloc vote and turn a blind eye to the Islamification of Britain. It goes on and on and on. Drake Watts is a far-right conspiracist who hides in a lesser-known social media site so he can spout his bullshit. Cancelled? Ricky? It's not even just cancelled, man. He's just a piece of shit. And you've got someone like that who's in charge of talent and racing. They're like, okay, he's a referee. If that happens, fine. Because we've seen, like, Leaks of Dream and Riddle and all that. But this guy has dealings with people. And his views could influence his decision making when it comes to talent and relations. These are the kind of people who are employed by that company. But someone like Zelina Vega gets released just because she wants to, wants to do her own wee thing. It doesn't seem to harm anyone. Please spare me the she's going against her terms and conditions of her contract. Or whatever, like yeah, well, Dream Coffee, that's Drake. All these guys violated the it, conditions of what it's supposed to be—a decent human being. Ethics. Yep. Just in life in general, but we don't care about that nonsense, man. Absolute nonsense. Just a reminder: just because you like someone doesn't mean to support everything they do. You are allowed to criticize them. Mm-hmm. The Coffee, Wolf Gang. If you if you if you if you defend these people, you're just as bad as them. You may as well have committed the same crime that they've done. That's a wild take there. Yeah, it's not really, because if you don't, if you feel like what Jordan Devlin or Joe Coffee or this guy's doing or Dream, or if you feel like no, it's fine, it's oh, it wasn't that bad. Okay, you're just a piece of shit as well. Okay. I don't 100% agree with you, but not strongly enough to fight you over it, because I know you could battle New Jack, so I'm not going to go there. It's not even... I'm not saying that, like you're as bad as them, but you're, you are just a piece of shit as well, then, if you actually think that... If you're actually going to try and defend some of the actions of some of these people. But, I mean, Jake Watts... Simil- oh, that's horrible, with some of the stuff you just said. That's similar to J.K. Rowling, in that she... And that they just are relentless with their bullshit. Your hatred, and it's just like, how do you have that much hatred towards just people in general? Mm. Like, you know, like, 
But people don't seem to aff- like affect your life whatsoever. You picked up on a very good point that it's the intent, the aftermath. Mm. Like, I don't know anything about Donald Trump's politics, but he spread a message that spread hate and division. Like, you, yep. you can't have someone like that ruling a country. You may not have been the one to pull the trigger in a lot of these um, mass shootings that took place in America with white supremacists done or acts of terror that they took out, that they they done. But it was your message to them. Mm-hmm. Just like just like Bin Laden wasn't re- directly like responsible for every single terror attack, like in a sense that he didn't radical go and radicalize everyone or fund everyone or or you know but it was his message that reached out to all different people so yeah you might be direct he wasn't directly responsible because he wasn't the one that coordinated etc but you were indirectly responsible for it in the sense that you preached this message that reached millions upon millions of people yeah. or reached billions or reached the entire world and people acted upon your words just the way people acted upon the words of trump We've got political here. That's freaking Clive. We go from one end of the spectrum to the other. So we're talking about New Jack and then we're talking about Bin Laden? Yep. Should, should, to, to, steal a, to steal a quote from Rance, should Cody Rhodes get this work as well now? Oh, Christ, that, that boy. I just, I just don't like him. It's for every single time he opens his mouth, and I'm like, you self-indulgent, arrogant, like, I just, I just don't like him, man. I just don't like him. He thinks he's Celtic, but he's Partick Thistle. <laughs> I'm just not a fan whatsoever of him. Like, don't get me wrong, like, when he spoke about the gimmick chair, right? Oh, remind me about that. Say, he did say, right, first he said it looks like you're and I didn't listen to it, so I'm reading the transcript. He said it wasn't gimmick, but he was like, no, but it was actually, it was sanded down. The fuck? Um, so the gimmick that, but the way he told, I think he basically told um, uh, uh, Spears, I think the actual quote was swing for the fences or whatever. And I think the way it's happened. It was like it wasn't that part wasn't intentional. I don't think intentionally tried to happen with a corner of the chair. I think that was just a mess. Uh, it, it was a mistake. The real issue is that you're going to Tony Khan and saying to to lie. Like, it didn't he then say to Tony Khan, "Well, if anyone asked, tell them the chair was gimmicked." Aye, the real well, box. And then he doubled down on that on Twitter a couple of days ago, saying no, it was a prop chair. But you just said in the interview that you told him to say it was a prop chair. Right, exactly. So I don't know what... I don't even think he realises some of the stuff he says. Like, I think a lot of them over there just say stuff and and don't even think. So it's like, what? Well, was it gimmicked? Was it not? What part's true? But it's the fact that if you're telling us that I'm going to the owner of the company and saying, by the way, tell people that that happened, but that actually didn't happen. Now, let's flip it. Let's say Triple H says that to Vince, and Vince puts something out that turns out to be absolute lies, which they do all the time. Imagine <laughs> uproar. 
but people wouldn't want to criticise them for it. Oh, why are we bringing up something from a year or two years ago? Well, moron, we're talking about it now because it's come to light now. Do you think some of these allegations that we're talking about now just happened yesterday? No, it happened a long time ago, but it's been brought to light now. You you, you discuss things when 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 a light's been shed on it and, and information about it comes out. Yeah. So, I'm not a fan of Cody whatsoever. Um, could sit here talking about him all day long, but I'd rather not. Right, well, I've got I've got two things. Right, first of all. It was said in this transcript of the podcast interview that they got the magic guy in from WWE, the prop guy, to help with this table, this chair spot, and it didn't work. So from what I heard, this magic guy was fired, or he at least lost that role as the magic guy. Is that correct? I think he lost the role. I don't know what he then became or whatnot. So he was either demoted or something, or he lost the position he was currently in. And before that... Uh, Cody Rhodes brought out their fucking dog for a fireworks show at one of their shows and then had the audacity to say yeah that um, Brandy had words with that pyro guy and they were fired they didn't come back two people who were involved in stunts or presentations that made you look like a big deal it mucked up and they lost their position who's the common denominator in all of this and it's just, that's two people that we're aware of who have been punished because of his decision-making, once again. Really, why did he need to bring his dog out for a pyro session? Rab Ropes was saying perfectly well that Guy Fox night has become a really bad year because of the fireworks that go on for everyone. Yep. Don't bring your dog out to a fucking pyro entrance. But the other thing, right... Uh, the the television show of choice in the Clive household the last couple of months has been Criminal Minds. Uh, you know the show that catches serial killers and all that stuff, and they do a, a deep profiling of people's mm-hmm. all that stuff, right? So I like to think I, I'm an unqualified psychoanalyst now. <laughs> so this is a fact. What I'm saying is a fact, right? And I've got the definitions up. Narcissistic personality disorder involves a pattern of self-centred, arrogant thinking and behaviour, a lack of empathy and consideration for other people and an excessive an excessive need for admiration. Others often describe people with narcissistic personality disorder as cocky, manipulative, selfish, patronising and demanding. And the other one that I've pulled up, a sociopath... <laughs> is a term used to describe someone who has antisocial personality disorder or ASPD. These people can't understand others' feelings. They'll often break rules or make impulsive decisions without feeling guilty for the harm they cause. People with ASPD may also use mind games to control friends, family members, co-workers and strangers. They may also be perceived as charismatic or charming. How many of those traits do Cody Road tick off? Sounds like you just described half the AEW roster. I described half of wrestling, to be fair. No, that's true. But he has the Booker's pen in his hand. No, so I'm just not a fan. That is, it's uh, confirmed officially, medically, that Cody Rhodes is a narcissistic sociopath. <laughs> um, 
skader og vandet sådan noget, der Well, it's been an unplanned show, but it's been unleashed because we've hit some hot takes. I, I'm happy if you are, if you want to head over onto the quiz that we've been dealing with for the last wee while. So this quiz has been in the making for a few weeks now since Brother Rance was on, and we're going to basically test me on my American sports knowledge, is that correct, Ricky? Yes, looking forward to this. Random, it's completely different, but we're looking forward to this, could get some chuckles out of this. Shout out to the Chuckle Brothers. I've got 11 questions. I just started naming done questions and I just got to 11 before I gave up. So we'll go for it. Okay. I'm starting you off nice and easy. Question number one. <laughs> NBA stands for what? I was trying to think of a funny answer there, but I won't bother. National Basketball Association. Correct. Question number two. I expect you to get these first two, to be honest. Question number two. The gridiron is what? It's the the markings that you get on an American football field. Yeah, so American football field, give you that. Right, here we go. This is where, this is where it gets interesting. The Pirates, the Penguins and the Steelers have all got what in common? Penguins. And, and just, just so you're aware, they're all three different sports. I know, I'm trying to think. It's the state. It's the, the state that they're in. And I've heard of the Penguins. I would like you to be more specific, please. I know, I'm trying to. So it was the Penguins, the Pirates. And the Steelers. Right, I don't know what Steelers means as a profession, but Penguins are around the water and Pirates are also around water, so I'm, I'm going to go for uh, they belong in Seattle. Pittsburgh. I was close. Only a few thousand miles out. Just Yes. <laughs> right. Question number two. Name one of the two teams that have won the most Super Bowls. Green Bay Packers. That's a that's a very good guess, very good guess, but it's incorrect. You're kidding me on. It's a, it's a good guess. Right. Well, what team was Tom Brady in? New England Patriots. Right, New England Patriots. I mean, you get. I'll give you that this time. Then you got that one right. The other, who's the other one? If you just happen to take another guess. Uh, Miami Dolphins. You don't get a point for this. Miami Dolphins. Nope. Uh, Seattle Penguins. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers. Was it? <laughs> yep. Right. Um, question number five. You are aware who Michael Jordan is. Uh huh. He's a <laughs> uh, he's uh, the baddie in Black Panther. <laughs> Michael Jordan won how many basketball titles, championships, rings? Nine. Is that your final guess? Mm-hmm. The answer is incorrect. Six. Six. <sighs> Question number six. 
which number did he wear? Hmm. What? <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> give me a guess. No, don't give me. I'll give you a clue. Just try to think. Eight eight. Uh, no, I'm just trying to think what the clue could be. Hmm. Link it to a footballer that I might know. That's what I'm trying to do. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Right, okay. David Beckham wore this number at Real Madrid. Oh, I don't know that. Nine? No. Um, Pass. Maybe, I don't know. Right, 23. Ah, I've never got that. Right. So, question number. <laughs> oh my god, what have I done here? <laughs> <laughs> I've given you. I've given you two questions, right? In, in this, out of these 11, and two of them you can get worth up to five points. Oh, so, this is the first five pointer. Name five NFL teams. Okay. Am I allowed to say the ones that have been discussed so far? If you want. Um, Miami Dolphins, Pittsburgh Steelers, Mm -hmm. Green Bay Packers, Mm -hmm. New England Patriots, Mm -hmm. Denver Broncos. Well done, that's five. Kind of disappointed you didn't didn't say the Philadelphia Eagles, but it's fine, I'll forgive you. Ah, they're right anyway. Uh, I just went to Super Bowl three years ago, two years ago. Top of the NFC East, Carl. Anyway, question number eight. Brock played or signed with or whatever with which NFL team? Was it the Minnesota Vikings? Correct. Oh, yes. Yes. Question number nine. Who are the current Super Bowl champions? Hmm... Who is it that Carl likes? It's not them. They haven't won it in like fucking two over two decades. Right. And I'm trying to think when did Tom... it's someone it's someone on the network as a as a fan of them. I'm trying to think when did Tom Brady move? Just this past season. So the New England this, in the summer. New England Patriots? Nope. No, because... The Kansas City Chiefs. Floyd's team. Right. Right. Tight end, guard, safety, are which positions... Sorry, are positions in which sport? So that was tight end, guard, and safety. First of all, they all sound like safe words for... The Dark Order's sex parties. <laughs> Tight end. Guard. Guard. What is guard? 
I want to say baseball. Oh, that's a load of shit. Hockey. NFL. Well, I would have, I would have got, I would have got it correct if you'd said third line backman. <laughs> I know linebacker. I was, I was making a point not to do that one. Right, last question. We're five points. Name all five positions in an NBA team or an NBA. Yep, starting lineup. Name the five positions in an NBA starting lineup. I expect you to get two, if I'm honest. <laughs> hey, don't laugh, but winger. <laughs> I specifically. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I specifically said, don't laugh. No, that's not correct. Uh, right, sweeper. And not football. I NBA. know, but from no, there's no no such thing as a position in a basketball team as sweeper. Right, defense. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Right, I'll give you clues, right, I'll give you clues. Front guard. Well, you got one of the one of the words right there. Rear guard. Nope. What yeah. am I doing right now? Point guard. Correct. What am I doing now, look? Uh throw guard. Nope. Hold on, let me Points, a pointsman. Oh, hold on. Uh, kicking. Uh, but what else do you call kicking? But booting, punting. Booting. <laughs> <laughs> right, hold on, hold on. Ready? Shooter. Uh, I, I mean, what did I do to you, though? What did I do? You shot me. Shooting. Shooting. Right. So, and the second word is one of the two words of the other position you mentioned. Shooting guard. Yep. Um. If I'm stood in the middle of the football pitch ready to take kickoff, what is my exact location on the football pitch? Dead centre. I mean, one of them. The position isn't called dead centre. It's one of the ones, <laughs> and it's not dead. <laughs> centre. Yep. Uh, let me see. You're quite tall, and I'm quite. In comparison to you, I'm. Please don't say Asian or brown. <laughs> no, I was going to. Coin, coin, rich latter, and say you're a bit mid. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's the opposite of big, small. Yep, and I'm at five nine, folks. I'm, I'm I am bang average. Yep, and small rear. Nope. Drake Maverick's uh, got a small rear. <laughs> <laughs> it would be say. Not necessarily in a, like in, a, in a football pitch, not an attacker, but one of the 
front two or three players might be referred to these. So they're not called attacker. Runner? Runner? Nope. Front runner? Nope. Sprinter? Nope. Just put me in misery, please. Right, this so small forward. I've heard the forward. Yep, so small forward. The other one, the final one, is the second word is forward. And the first word is... Um, um, I'll just tell you, power, power forward. I've heard the power forward. That who, which wrestler has that nickname? Power forward. No idea. Oh, was it that fucking Mojo Rawley? Oh, he's a disgusting man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you actually done all right. Let me see how you got. Let me see. You got one, two. Maybe that one three, eight, nine. You got like ten out of a possible nineteen. Do you know what? That's not too bad. It's not too bad. I mean, you did get some help on him, but hey ho, that's oh, not fuck. bad. But you did get all five NFL teams yourself, which is impressive. And the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. I'm afraid to say that it's Mark Coffey who's the power forward. He's he's all right. He's 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 the only good one at a gallus. He's the only one that isn't a dick. Really? I think I didn't hear anything come out of him unless I missed it. Aye, but you're trying to tell me he doesn't know what your brother gets up to. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Should we call this episode Cody Rhodes as a narcissistic sociopath? <laughs> no, because Floyd won't be happy. Floyd, listen, I've been watching Criminal Minds. What I'm saying is an objective <laughs> certainty. Objective certainty. He's definitely those two things. Right, you've been listening to the Rick and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network, where you can find other shows such as One Nation Radio, Keeping It Strong Still, who will be moving to Wednesday mornings, um, Grown Men Watch This Shit, Great Match Generator, all Things Elite and 8-Bit Suplex. Please go to the Apple Podcasts and give us a nice juicy five stars. Also, you can get these podcasts and columns that we do over at socialsuplex.com. And if you want, you can press subscribe and get them sent directly to your email inbox. Head over to the show notes on this and you'll get links to the prowrestlingtees.net site. Just type in Social Suplex and it'll take you straight there. You'll also get links to the donate button for the show if you want to let Ricky and myself become podcasting house husbands. Then also go to Twitter for at rickandclive.com. No, at rickandclive, at Social Suplex, and there's a Wrestling Squared Circle as a Facebook group. That wasn't too bad this week. No, you done well. It was all right. Anything you want to say before we go? No. Okay. Oh, in fact, I will say, um, listen to the latest episode of Outsiders Edge, please. Oh, that was that was hot. Yep. Enjoyed it. You're just sitting there. Enjoyed it. Like you don't smoke, but you you just lit a you lit a fag and smoked it quickly because it was just that satisfying. Yep. And, and anyone that knows, I don't know. Without you to clarify the meaning of that word that you just said. No, they know it's slang for cigarette here. 
Yep. Just like smoking itself, old habits die hard. Sorry for that, and sorry for the content tonight. Ah, no, the content was solid enough, I would say. If if you're not down with that, I, I always I want this to be a new sign off. If you're not down with that, we've got two words for you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Take care, folks. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Cancel Drake I'm, Works. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm self-isolating at this moment in time. Yep. My four-year-old son has a fever and a bit of a sore throat. He was kept off school. I was the elder one. I'm working from home anyway. So I'm currently self-isolating while we wait to get result, uh, the test and the results back. And we go into lockdown this Friday. Woohoo! Tier four. Yep. That changes absolutely nothing in my life. Aye, I don't socialise. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I've not been out this entire time, so it doesn't really matter to me. In all seriousness, my social life is WhatsApp. Yep. And I'm happy with that. WhatsApp and the odd say something in the messenger groups um, and that's about it I'm content with that at this moment in time wear a mask stay inside stop being selfish people wear a mask stay inside and don't do drugs good night take care folks Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you next time. See you next time.